Zephaniah chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Gather together. Yes, gather, O shameless nation, before the decree takes effect, before the day passes away like chaff, before there comes upon you the burning anger of the Lord, before there comes upon you the day of the anger of the Lord. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land who do his just commands. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. For Gaza shall be deserted, and Ashkelon shall become a desolation. Ashdod's people shall be driven out at noon, and Ekron shall be uprooted. Woe to you, inhabitants of the seacoast, you nation of the Cherethites! The word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, land of the Philistines, and I will destroy you until no inhabitant is left. And you, O seacoast, shall be pastures with meadows for shepherds and folds for flocks. The seacoast shall become the possession of the remnant of the house of Judah, on which they shall graze. And in the houses of Ashkelon they shall lie down at evening. For the Lord their God will be mindful of them and restore their fortunes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this is a a very another heavy-handed passage that then has an interesting twist at the end where mm-hmm. uh, the Lord's anger actually becomes a place of provision for those who heed this warning to seek righteousness and humility hmm. and obedience. And, you know, just as I was reading uh, reading this passage, it, it kind of called to mind... Uh, a phrase I was thinking about the other day that God is love Hmm. and therefore he must be really angry. Hmm. And, you know, I think we tend to view like a passage like this can be almost like an affront to our, our sensibilities of how we view and relate to God. And Hmm. it's like, okay, well, you know, I know that God is is loving and, and loves me and he's gentle and lowly. So does this passage like, is this just like not true anymore? Like, Mm. can I just move on past Zephaniah too and not worry about it? But, you know, God's love is the foundation for this anger. And that anger is the proof of his love. And and it's Mm. because God loves people who are made in his image. He loves justice Mm. because he loves those people. He loves justice and, and equity and righteousness. And the people, the nations that he's speaking to here have completely trampled these these characteristics and they've right. distorted the image of God in these ways. And so I, I think that that's a helpful lens as we continue to meditate on God's anger. It's okay to like lean into and feel that anger of God and not, right. we don't have to like immediately like, right jump out of it because it doesn't fit into our you know like we can like let the right. walls down so w- mm. what are your thoughts on the passage yeah you know uh it, it there is a kind of a, a a judgment word spoken against uh these different lands uh, you know gaza ashkelon ashdod ekron so these are all in the land of philistia so the philistines mm. not a not a new you know the, the philistines are not a new name to us first samuel shout out yeah i mean a little first samuel we did we, <laughs> our, you know we our 60 days <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the marathon through first samuel 
And uh, but uh, you know, uh, David and Goliath. Sure. I mean that whole thing. So we got we got the Philistines there, and said they are a nation who have been certainly been the enemies of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a there's a, a judgment word that is spoken over them. But as you pointed out, I mean verses one through three, uh, really, it, it's it's a ray of hope. It's kind of sandwiched in. Like in chapter one, this judgment against Judah and Jerusalem. Chapter two gets into this judgment against kind of the surrounding nations, against the Philistines. And then sandwiched in there is is this ray of hope that, you know, he says, uh, gather together, gather, O shameless nation, before the decree takes effect. Before this judgment, this oracle takes effect, before the day passes away like chaff, before there comes upon you the burning anger of the Lord. So before the wrath of God is poured out, he says, uh, seek the Lord, all you humble of the land who do his just, just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. So mm-hmm. um, that is interesting, you know, that... It's not just this God that is full of wrath, wanting to destroy people who have turned against him. He very much always wants to have the heart of his people returning to him and to seeking righteousness, seeking humility. Mm. And so, I mean, it's just a, it's just a strong word for us. Um, You know, if, if we're living lives where we're going to incur the wrath of God, Seek righteousness, mm-hmm. seek humility, mm-hmm. repent, turn. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I said similar things yesterday, and I, I think that's, I think that's a a theme over and over in some of these minor prophets, where all these judgment, uh, these words of judgment are coming against different different peoples, and uh, but but the the resounding theme is turn back to the Lord, yeah. seek righteousness, seek the humility of God. Yeah, and you might be hidden from on the day of the anger of the Lord. Yeah. I love this practical wisdom that's tucked in here. Like yesterday we had this very strong reminder to fight complacency and yeah. not to live a, a congealed life. The congealed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Our tirade um, on congealed. And then, yeah, today just like this reminder to seek humility, you know? And, um, yeah, I, I, I can even testify like I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, or I don't even know when it was, it was very recently though. I just felt pretty like, not joyful and um, mm. not super like fulfilled as normal. Mm. And I was kind of, you know, doing some like soul, soul searching of like what's going on. And I just realized like, I just didn't have a humble mindset and it was kind of just like choking life out of mm. me. And so yeah, just seek humility, seek righteousness and and you will live in the, the shadow of God's protecting hand. Well, interesting that you just mentioned the shadow of God's protective hand. I'm literally just turned to Psalm 91 because I wanted to read we're about on, the shadow we're of the Almighty. It's Gosh. a it's a ODR <laughs> to like telepathy. It is telepathy. Yeah, yeah. You say that. That's right. Uh, so so the the way the reason okay, my reason for going to Psalm 91. Mm. Is that the word the the name Zephaniah actually means that Yahweh has hidden? Okay, ah. and so that's that's what it's talking about. That's the word that Zephaniah is given, or the word that the Lord is giving to Zephaniah to give to uh, Judah to Israel at this point. Um, he says, you know, to seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden. Yeah. So it it almost seems that Zephaniah's name is is kind of. Um, 
a picture of what Judah should do. You know, they should hide. And mm-hmm. then I thought, what, what should they hide under? And I think they should hide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's why I went to Psalm 91. And verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, this is an image that's actually been coming to mind a lot lately is this idea of the shadow of the Almighty. You know, I think there's, I, I think there's some of us who maybe we have doubts at times or like we feel like our faith is not super strong at times. Yeah. And I kind of see two types of people when that happens. There's those who stay under the shadow of the almighty and kind of continue to carry out the rhythms of grace in their life. I think Jason was preaching about this recently, but talking about in those difficult moments, the right thing to do is to continue to carry out those rhythms of grace in your life. Yeah. And so continue yeah. to read your word, continue to pray. We, I, I realize like your heart may not be into it fully, mm-hmm. but like stay under the shadow of the almighty. And then I see others who seem to take a hard step outside of the shadow of the almighty and getting more into what Jason talked about in sermon recently too, this whole idea of deconstructing. And so they step outside of the shadow of the almighty and start questioning everything and deconstructing everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, wondering if anything is true that I've heard my whole life. And there's a lot of people that go that direction and end up, you know, leaving their faith. And uh, honestly, it it can turn into a very uh, dark and gloomy world very fast because they realize like I have no foundation to stand on anymore. Uh Um, And so I I don't know. It's just a good word to stay under the shadow of the almighty. Um, If, if you're, if you're having questions or doubts or whatever, like try remain under the shadow of the almighty, talk to wise men and women who can, you know, answer some of your questions or at least just pray with you through some of these things, continue to read the word, continue to pray um, that you may be hidden on the day Mm -hmm. of the anger of the Lord, as it says here in Zephaniah 2. Amen. And, you know, like one of the, I'm looking at this now, but a synonymous reading of Zephaniah's name is, so you said God is hidden. It's also another one is God has treasured. Mm. And I love that image of like, not not just like hiding, but hiding something like a treasure, you know, yeah. like this, like cradling, right? Like such, such a great image. And hmm. that that's the sort of fellowship that we have with God and, and that we seek righteousness and, and right. humility from. And so, yeah, what a, what a great reminder. It is a great reminder. And um, so in the midst of judgment, there is, there is also, um, the offer of salvation. There's the offer of repentance that, that you can turn back to the Lord. And that that is extended to each one of us today. Mm-hmm. That even though we as sinful beings are under the judgment and the wrath of God through Jesus, we are offered and extended grace upon grace. Amen. Yeah. So for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.